Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories. This week, Brendan Hancock is a comedian and co-host of the rave-reviewed Two Queers Walk Into a Bar. You may have heard him on FBI Radio or seen him as the resident MC of Darlow Underground at Darlinghurst Theatre. Not one to let 2020 get me down, he co-produced the Two Queers Festival, Australia's first queer comedy festival. He performed this story at Giant Dwarf in Sydney. I've amassed a small army of queer women in my inner circle. It's my queer reboot of the Arthurian table of legend, except no men, they're dogs. (laughs) Kristen Stewart obviously has an open invitation. And the table in this instance was a refurb from reverse garbage, so... (laughs) I don't want you to think that I'm pandering to an audience, but... No, I I will. I will. (laughs) I am (laughs) self-aware. The real reason I think I have so many queer, female and non-binary friends is that I think I've tricked them into thinking I'm one of them. (laughs) And it's not my fault that I look like all of their mums from the 80s. I recently got asked to be in a threesome after a gig. A man and a woman, they cornered me uh, at the bottom of the stairs, uh, and I think I just confused them both, so... Uh, And it turns out they didn't want to have a threesome with me. They would just liked my comedy and they were too polite to just say that. But in that instance, I think offering a threesome is not good manners (laughs) when you don't intend to follow through. (laughs) Just like the Arthurian table of legend, we've all got different stories of how we came to be at this table. My friend Madeline and I, having known each other since high school, uh, reconnected while we were both living in the UK uh, and realising that we were both queer and therefore better, decided to catch up for drinks in London Uh, and saw a Buffy the Vampire Slayer tribute band, which, honestly, a lot better than you'd think. We also attended a a queer leather party in Berlin later that year, but you will have to buy me a drink after the show to get that story. Aww. This might pick up mine at the sex party as well. Um, Another friend, Jenna and I, my my business and comedy partner, I met when we were both baby comedians at an open mic night. Awful, awful places. Uh, a man on the lineup that night actually suggested using cocaine as a date rape drug. Um, now, just between us girls, men, I don't think they're funny or should be in comedy. <laughs> and one of the newest nights to my sapphic table, Emily, my lesbian doppelganger, oh, look, when you meet your lesbian doppelganger in an Uber pool, Not only did we live in the same suburb, we lived in the same street across the road from each other in the vibrant metropolis of Newtown. Oh, gorgeous. Look, we might not have beautiful beaches or frolicking hills, but we've got goths. 
And that one house at the end of my street, you know, the one with the caved-in roof, and every time I walk past it, I can just hear the soft and gentle sounds of two pigeons going at it. Oh, it's quite beautiful. Lots of cooing. Sounds very consensual. Now, what good is a fable or an overextended metaphor at this point without a journey or a quest to fulfil? After a few weeks of friendship with Emily, our newest night, she invited me to a party in Tasmania. This made a lot of sense, of course, because Emily's girlfriend lived in Tasmania and organised a queer party in Hobart called Limbo. It's a good time. You should go. Borders are open, people. Uh, Emily and her girlfriend started dating when she flew down to Tasmania for a second date. (laughs) As the gay TikTok children are saying, go off, girls. (laughs) Having been inspired by this tale of interstate love, I dreamt that I might meet my own Tasmanian devil. (laughs) A cruel, cruel joke at my own expense. They're extinct. And look, there is a demon, sorry, um, a boy in this story that I used to know. Uh, don't worry, he's not dead, I wish. It's just a waiting. It's just a waiting game at this point, fingers crossed. I found myself a few weeks later touching down in Hobart on a brisk Saturday morning. My chariot arrived in the form of a 1991 Daihatsu charade. Our host for the weekend had brought together an eclectic group of queers, a wannabe comedian, yuck, a netball coach, a management consultant, and an Australian water polo player. Surely the setup to a joke, the punchline, will get there shortly. <laughs> when you're travelling to a big party with a bunch of queers, there's something in the air. There's discomfort. There's electricity. There's outfits. And there's endless possibility because no one grows old in a night. And we just fucking like to dance, I don't know. A queer party to me is a beacon, a sanctity, which moves us towards collective freedom in a glitter of glaze and sparkle. But what is it about our people? Normally the arbiters of taste. But throw some glitter at us and it's moths to a flame. (laughs) It's just if you're finding moths up your asshole three weeks after a party, please see a doctor. (laughs) The night progresses as they usually want to do. A few local magnanimous drag queens, the staple of any local scene, evoke and stoke the fires of queer parties past, a lip sync to Madonna, a hit of poppers on the discotheque floor. An offering, the party begins and ends. Ooh, spooky. A screeching alarm wakes me the next morning at 8am. It's here in our hero's journey that I wake up in a bed that is not my own. I get up and leave a note of thanks because I was raised right. Also, and if I may speak candidly, queer stories, I do want a fuck network across the entire country. Dream big. I'm hoping it's like that movie Ingrid Goes West, but instead Brendan goes down under. (laughs) A quick scurry to my Airbnb that morning to pack and then a race to the airport before falling asleep on a 10am flight. Arriving back in Sydney, I turn on my phone to a message which says, Last night was fun. Liam. XOXO. Liam. Hazy memories of kissing on the dance floor. Shots at the bar, a taxi ride home. The unnamed stranger whose bed I ran from without so much as a goodbye, we start texting every day a dumb amount, a stupid amount. He tells me of his love for Claude Debussy. 
the famed 18th century composer, if we have any Debussy fans in tonight. <laughs> no? I mean, I... Yes, we've got a fan. Name three of his bangers. <laughs> but, like, what kind of 26-year-old's favourite musician is Claude Debussy? <laughs> the man whose last name is now a colloquial term for a man's asshole. <laughs> Claude de asshole doesn't really have the same ring to it. I tell him I want to quit my job because I'm miserable. He says, do it and come live with me in Tasmania. <sighs> Correct reaction from the front row. <laughs> we start calling on the phone. My friend Maddie overhears one of our conversations and look, she was right to do this because she made fun of me afterwards. <laughs> because I did genuinely say, I'm just like really interested in learning more about like yoga. Like what is chaturanga? <laughs> Awful. I rush home from work on bad days so we can chat and gossip like school kids. I learnt the ukulele. And that's the only part of this story that I thought about taking out because <laughs> while at the time I thought the ukulele, oh, the only instrument capable of confessing my love, a grown man learning La Vion Rose on the ukulele... <laughs> This is not a 1990s Catherine Heigl rom-com. It's not cute. It's a cry for help. <laughs> On one phone call, we agree that I should go down to Tasmania for a second date and I'll stay at his for the weekend. I'm being cute, cool and casual. All adjectives which don't work <laughs> when you're flying to Tasmania for a second date. <laughs> but I've got a precedent. It worked for Emily. And her entrepreneur Tasmanian lawyer party planner. Like, there's got to be more than one. The day arrives and I'm sitting on a plane. And this time I send the first message. A quick selfie and a see you soon. I get a very, very quick reply. Hey, I'm going to be out of Hobart this weekend. I forgot I have a wedding. You can't stay at mine. And then the plane begins to taxi. And I go on airplane mode because I was raised right. <laughs> and then just an hour and a half on that flight up in here. <laughs> if I was to continue the metaphor of King Arthur, this is the moment where the dickhead can't get the sword from the stone. <laughs> Nothing, zip, nada, not even an apology, ghosted over the Tasman. I learned the ukulele. <laughs> I can't take that memory back. <laughs> I'm sad now for telling that, but I was also genuinely sad at the time. I did sleep on my friend Emily's couch that weekend. She and her girlfriend, part of my trusty circle, there to pick up the pieces. I hate that metaphor. Puzzles are stupid. <laughs> I never spoke to Liam again, and I won't. Aware of the irony of this story in front of all of you. <laughs> Don't mention it. Grow up, see me after the show. And I won't give him the satisfaction. Because I get my revenge by not thinking about him. <laughs> and that's easy to do every time Jenna and I sell out our super successful comedy night. 
when Maddie and I spend a day at Clavelli Beach talking about everything and nothing in an important summer ritual, or when Emily sends me a text saying, fuck, I've been on TikTok for four hours today, and then proceeds to send me every video she watched. So <laughs> I'll be fine. It's okay. This isn't a trauma thing. Sorry, Nanette. Um, two lessons learned. The next time Emily invites me to a party in Tasmania, she can fuck off. <laughs> and two, I'll always, always take solace in the fact that I've got my table of queer warriors behind me and all he has now is a boyfriend who watches all of my Instagram stories. <laughs> Thank you, I've been Brendan. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoy Queer Stories, please consider supporting the project for as little as $1 per month on Patreon. The link is in the episode description. Follow Queer Stories on Facebook for updates and for insomnia rants and photos of my glorious dog, follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.